0: Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is the podcast where we are studying the Bible. We're working our way through the Gospel of John. Today is episode 174. We're looking at John chapter 18, verses 15 through 18. This is the segment of Jesus's arrest leading up to his trial. Let's read the passage together. John 18, 15 through 18. Simon Peter was following Jesus, as was another disciple. That disciple was an acquaintance of the high priest. So he went with Jesus into the high priest's courtyard. But Peter remained standing outside by the door. So the other disciple, the one known to the high priest, went out and spoke to the girl who was the doorkeeper and brought Peter in. Then the servant girl, who was the doorkeeper, said to Peter, "'You aren't one of this man's disciples too, are you?' "'I am not,' he said. Now the servants and the officials had made a charcoal fire because it was cold. They were standing there warming themselves, and Peter was standing with them, warming himself. Well, Jesus has been betrayed by Judas, who brought the soldiers to the garden area where Jesus and the disciples were. They arrested Jesus. Most of the disciples fled, and they took him to Annas, who was not the serving high priest but had been the high priest and still had a lot of clout. So they bring him to Annas, the father-in-law of Caiaphas, who is the actual serving high priest. Now, while most of the disciples had fled, it says Simon Peter was following Jesus, as was another disciple. So it seems to be just the two of them, Peter and this unnamed disciple. Now, there's a lot of debate. Who is this unnamed disciple? Now, we know something about it, because that disciple was an acquaintance of the high priest. So he went with Jesus into the high priest's courtyard. So whoever this disciple is, he knows Annas, who is an incredibly powerful man, had served as the high priest. His son-in-law is now serving as the high priest. Five of his sons will be high priests, He's got clout. He's got power. So who is this unnamed disciple? Generally, people say it was John. And there's a variety of reasons for this. One is just the fact that he's not named. John names people. He doesn't just say a disciple. He, he names the disciples. And so the fact that he doesn't name him, many people believe that that means it's him. Just as when he refers to the disciple whom Jesus loved. He's talking about himself. He doesn't say... Me, I. So there's that indication. The fact that John doesn't name him probably implies that it is John. And then people say, well, wait a minute. John is just a simple fisherman. How does he know the high priest? Well, is he just a simple fisherman? There are some things, many of these uh, things, you put them together and you kind of get a picture. But we've got to be careful because there is a lot of conjecture here. One is the fact that John may not be just a simple fisherman because when we first see John called as a disciple like in Mark chapter 1 verses 19 and 20 it says going a little farther he saw James the son of Zebedee and his brother John in a boat putting their nets in order. Immediately he called them and left their father Zebedee in the boat with the hired men and followed him. So Zebedee is the father of John and James, but Zebedee's got hired men. Zebedee's got employees. So he's not just a simple fisherman eking out a living. He may actually have a business going on, and it might be quite a lucrative business. And so John may not just be a simple fisherman. He might be from a family that's fairly well-to-do. There's that aspect, and then there's... Put a lot of pieces together and you say well maybe if we look at the different accounts of jesus on the cross specifically looking at the women who are there in gospel of mark chapter 15 verses 40 and 41 mark tells us there were also women watching from a distance among them were mary magdalene mary the mother of james the younger and Joseph, and salome in Galilee, these women followed him and took care of him. Many other women had come up with him to Jerusalem. So I list these several women here. One of them listed as Salome. Well, in uh, the Gospel of Matthew, in chapter 27, verses 55 and 56, it says many women who had followed Jesus from Galilee and looked after him were there watching from a distance. Among them were Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James and Joseph, and the mother of Zebedee's sons. this is significant. The mother of Zebedee's sons. Who are Zebedee's sons? John and James. John's mom was there, according to Matthew. And some people want to link these two together, Mark and Matthew, and say the mother of Zebedee's sons, John's mom, is Salome. Okay, that's fine. Then if we look at John's Gospel, in chapter 19, verses 25 to 27, it says, standing by the cross of Jesus were his mother, his mother's sister, Mary the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. Now, some people want to now make this leap and say, the mother of Zebedee's sons, John's mom, is Salome, and is also Mary's sister. Whoa, wait a minute here. <laughs> That's where... Uh, It gets a little interesting. And then some people want to say, okay, Mary has relatives who are priests. When uh, the Gospel of Luke talks about Elizabeth, the wife of Zechariah, says his wife was from the daughters of Aaron. Her name was Elizabeth. So Elizabeth was of a priestly family. So some people are saying, okay, maybe Salome, who's also a relative of Elizabeth, is from a priestly lineage, and in which case John is of a priestly lineage. Say, well, that's a stretch. Yes, it is, except Eusebius, the church historian who lived about uh, years 260 to 340, roughly. He wrote this history of the church, and in uh, his third book, chapter 31, he was talking about, what happened to the disciples. And he's talking about John. He says, Moreover, John, who was both a witness and a teacher, who reclined upon the bosom of the Lord, and being a priest, wore the sacerdotal plate, he also sleeps at Ephesus. Well, this is a obscure letter from a guy named Polycrates, uh, quoted by Eusebius, and he says John was a priest. Now, It's odd that never gets mentioned anywhere, but just a, a, oh, by the way. And so perhaps that has to do with why John knows the high priest and is given admittance into the high priest's house, that he knows these people. He's one of them. It's, It's all intriguing. It's hard to say. But the point being, it's a pretty good guess that the unnamed disciple is John. John, who was so close to Jesus, he probably followed along as did Peter. And he, however, circumstances, was an acquaintance of the high priest. So he got into the courtyard. Verse 16, but Peter remained standing outside the door. So the other disciple, the one known to the high priest, went out and spoke to the girl who was the doorkeeper and brought Peter in. So John, who knows people, he speaks to somebody and gets Peter in, now, not into the house, but into the courtyard. Verse 17, Then the servant girl who was the doorkeeper said to Peter, You aren't one of this man's disciples too, are you? Some of the English translations don't have the to in there, t-o-o. But it's it's in the Greek text. You aren't one of this man's disciples too, are you? In addition to who? So to would imply, okay, there's already a disciple that's known. And does she know that John is a disciple of Jesus? And he's there because he knows the high priest. But here, Peter, uh, why is the high priest, who we know is out to get Jesus, allowing all these disciples of Jesus there? So we don't really know exactly what that means. But it is intriguing that she asks, you aren't one of this man's disciples too, are you? I am not, he said. This is Peter's first denial. Jesus has said, you will deny knowing me three times before the rooster crows. That is before morning. So this is the first one. Verse 18. Now the servants and the officials had made a charcoal fire because it was cold. They were standing there warming themselves. And Peter was standing with them, warming himself. Well, it's cold and Peter's in the courtyard now. He probably can't get into the house itself, where Annas is interrogating Jesus. And he's got a choice. He can go over near the fire, where the people are. Now, it says the servants and the officials. That probably means actual servants, but also the palace guard. That's the people that just arrested Jesus. So Peter's risking being seen by people who've seen him with Jesus in the garden. But if he stays off by himself, he's going to stand out. But if he goes and stands by the fire, somebody might see him. So he decides to go stand by the fire because it is cold. Significant mentions charcoal fire. There are two places in John's gospel that mention charcoal fire. Here and then again in chapter 21. And we'll look at that significance of that. And that's when Jesus, after the resurrection, is with the disciples at the Sea of Galilee. Here we have the first denial of Peter. John seems to have gone on into the house, and is watching what's going on there. And this is one of the reasons, perhaps, that John's gospel is different from the other gospels in this account. He had special first-hand knowledge of what was going on. And Peter is standing outside, and Peter gives his first denial that he's known Jesus. Well, thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through the Gospel of John.